Welcome to another PA Policy Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Nichols, alongside my co-host, Jason Gottesman, the spokesman for the House Republican Caucus here in Pennsylvania. And Jason, it has been an incredibly busy and incredibly moving week. We'll start out by talking about the obvious elephant in the room, which is a glorious elephant, and that is that we are done with this emergency declaration And it looks like we've found a way to essentially be done with the worst parts of this permanently. Yeah, and and really with with everything that this governor has done to throw up roadblocks to uh, ensure this disaster declaration does not get taken away, uh, including spending hours uh, and and weeks and months uh, arguing that we shouldn't take away something. He said that if we take it away, it won't do anything. I think the majority leader yesterday had a very good uh, summation, which says Democrats and the governor have been speaking for months, weeks, uh, hours, even over the last few days over why we should not end the emergency declaration, while also saying ending the emergency disaster declaration doesn't do anything. Those two things do not, they do not match. They do not gel up. Um, And so, look, the Pennsylvanians only need to know one thing, and that's it's over. It's over. Um, It's this, this, this emergency disaster declaration is done. It is terminated in its entirety. It is gone. The governor can no longer use COVID-19 emergency disaster declaration authority to shut you down, keep you at home, keep you away from work, keep you away from supporting your family, keep you away from church, keep you away from uh, the things you love to do and tell you how to live your life. It's over. It's done. It's over. And that is all anybody ever needs to know. And, and, and ultimately, who, who, who is responsible for that? You, the people, are. You, the people. The people are the ones who uh, ultimately gave us the authority to exercise their vote and, and, and express their will here in the General Assembly by terminating this thing uh, after you went to the ballot, uh, ballot box on May 18th. Uh, this is a win for you. Uh, we were proud to finally be able to uh, listen to your voice and then turn that into something actionable. After every time we've done so in the past, the governor stood in the way and said, no, 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 I'm not working with you. Stay at home. Sit down. Be quiet. I know what's best. You know what's best. This is your country. This is your commonwealth. Uh, you told us what you wanted, and we we listened. We followed through, and uh, we're just so glad that this is over, and uh, we, we can have our freedom back. Let's look at uh, one of the aspects of this that uh, I know a lot of people have been concerned about, and, and we have talked about on this program before, and that was that we didn't want to go into this willy-nilly, and we didn't want to uh, eliminate things that were that we learned that were valuable in the process. However, I understand that there is a large push to say, let's do this in a legislative way, let's do this the right way, let's not kind of hack away at this, let's end it and then build it back the right way. What did we do to try to uh, maintain some of the benefits that we've gained, like telemedicine, throughout this uh, a pandemic? Well, I think the important thing to remember is that we did uh, pass legislation here over the last few days uh, to uh, extend these uh, regulations that have been waived or suspended uh, and keep the, 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 the pandemic sort of status quo with this upended regulatory framework, which was done by the single authority of the governor uh, and really messed with how Pennsylvanians do business. So just for a, a few extra weeks here while we kind of uh, get a lay of the land and, and see what we can do legislatively. Now, I, I think this is in broad context contrast and stark contrast to what the governor has 
on. We did not do this unilaterally. We went through the normal legislative process, which is expressing the will of the people through their elected representatives and senators by casting votes to make sure that we're doing things the right way. In the system of checks and balances, you don't have one person who is supposed to be t- doing all of this. So, yes, did we keep these regulatory waivers? Absolutely, because things like uh, not only telemedicine, look, telemedicine was here before the pandemic. It'll be here after the pandemic. Uh, the, the Really, the big difference was whether uh, physicians' offices were going to provide it, because what this did was pay, made for payment parity uh, between telemedicine visits and office visits, made it a little bit easier for doctors and, and hospitals that buy in to telemedicine programs. Uh, the things that it did do uh, as well were, um, you know, like allow uh, doctors and nurses who uh, gave up their licenses because they moved on other careers or they were retired or whatever to come back into service to provide uh, additional health care services. So uh, and, and things that provided for like remote learning for professional licenses, um, you know, uh, the, the waivers for uh, needing to do, um, you know, your, your normal like renewals and stuff like that. So uh, just so we didn't upend the apple cart uh, to make sure that uh, we're doing things in a way that makes sense, because what people really voted for was responsible management. Now, the responsible management of, of the emergency disaster declaration in this case meant getting rid of it, but it also meant making sure that we make that we keep these regulations uh, as they are for now, so that when we uh, you know we make sure that when they're re-implemented, it's done so in a responsible manner. It's like somebody who's who's uh, who's who's been uh, been deprived of food as a form of punishment, right? Uh, and and all of a sudden you can't just all of a sudden give them let them go uh, at, at a large buffet. You kind of have to uh, you know slowly bring their 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 system back online. That's the same thing with these regulations. It's been a a massive overhaul and up, upheaval, um, and we can't just let the whole world come crashing back down. So most people, uh, by and large, your life now will return to the way it was on March 5th, 2020, uh, finally. Um, but for uh, these regulated entities, about 500 regulations, uh, things are going to remain uh, the the way that they were. And, and in many cases, that's a good thing. We Republicans and conservatives don't like the re- regulations, uh, but there are some regulations that are good and we need to bring back on. So we're making those decisions now. We're going through it, uh, but we didn't want to upend the apple cart. The other thing we'd like to talk about today, Jason, deals with elections, the election code, and and the morass that that has become because people have lost faith in the election system. We're doing everything we can to try to make it easy to vote, hard to cheat, but how do we achieve this without ticking off this group or that group? What's going on? How do we get through this? Well, that's a deeper political question uh, that uh, has both internal and external implications. But what I will say is that um, you know, we this week the the chairman of the House State Government Committee was able to uh, to sort of bring out this House Bill 1300, which is the Pennsylvania Voting Rights Protection Act, that would uh, really is one of the most comprehensive voting bills that I think uh, has been done here in a very long time. It uh, it does accomplish those goals of making it uh, easy to vote and hard to cheat, but um, more than that, it really does um, expand access and guarantee trust in the process. Um, and, and that's really, I think, something that's very astonishing for a process that has been so contentious and, and an issue that has been uh, you know, met with a lot of angst and anxiety. This is really a bill that that a lot of people, there's a lot to like from a lot of sides. Um, and, and I think for the first time, it really takes into account things like handicap accessibility. Uh, it makes sure there's a voter bill of rights. Um, it, it modernizes our our election code, not only in in how elections are, um, the election code is written, but how it's conducted. Um, it, it, it improves access and does concepts that have been asked for by, by many people, it includes pre-canvassing. It, it will have early in-person voting starting in 2025. Um, it, it provides a greater buy-in from the state and the, 
in, in terms of funding election administration. So it does a lot of very good things. It has enhanced voter verification provisions that not only expand the number of IDs, identifications that are allowed to uh, make sure that voter is who that person is, uh, but it also uh, allows people to uh, not even have any identification and just swear that they are who they are under the penalty of law. So um, it does a lot of very good things to uh, enhance access, it provides uniformity, uh, really enhances security measures, and it improves our elections through modernization, security, and accessibility. And I don't think that's anything anybody can really say no to, um, you know, going forward. Um, you know, and they might that 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 general proposition is is definitely supportable. Now when we get down to the specifics; things will, um, you know, certainly have to to be talked about. But um, this is uh, a a product that really has. Has not been widely panned by anybody who's actually read it. Uh, there's been a lot of people who clearly have not read the bill who uh, say they don't like it, but that's on them to, to deal with that in, a, in their own intellectual honesty. Uh, but you know, here we are. It's uh, it's been a product promised here for the last six months. It's now out there, and uh, you can find more out about it not only on the PayHouseGOP.com, but in several news stories that ran. Breathe deeply, folks. Freedom is back. This has been the PA Policy Podcast. Join us for more on PA House Podcasts.